Well, hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Ned Natter Show. I'm here to chatter down here on the farm. And I hope I'll get to a bright new day. I'll be here nattering away, and I'm sure you know what that is. It's like chattering. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on the farm. <laughs> it's great to be with you again. Thank you so much for your encouraging comments, your messages. Elsie the missus says all your mail and messages is making me head bigger by the day. And I don't even need a roll bar on me tractor anymore. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you as I say. And I want to chat about the environment today. I think it needs a few words, don't you? It's a big subject, mind. And for just one show, but you know... I'll be talking about pollution first, I think. Even that's a new subject, isn't it? Well, let's start with power stations. Most people blame them for almost the pollution, don't they? The coal-fired ones, mainly. But then again, the nuclear ones are kind of a save-today, pay-forever solution, aren't they? Then, of course, the do-gooders tell everyone about how dreadful things are and use their phones and computers. So they're just as guilty. The same grid operates or recharges them, doesn't it? even if all the power for them cell phone towers is conveniently forgotten too. Of course, they're using alternatives now. Even in Texas, they've got wind farms and loads of solar power. So does that mean uh, they'll be bringing back the electric chair down there? You know, uh, after all, they uh, could claim an environmentally friendly death penalty. Hmm. Well, that might appease a few folks, I suppose. The wife's hairdresser, on the other hand, has got one of them electric cars. Well... You would. It fits just nice under the bumper of most trucks, eh? <laughs> it's the same story, though. It uses a grid to recharge. Bit hypocritical, don't you think? As long as you don't plug it in at my house, I don't care. I don't think much about them kind of cars anyway, you know. Although they seem to take whole soul out of it, don't they? You know, driving and cars. I mean, sound more like electric forklift trucks or wheelchairs or something. So just imagine, you know, a Ferrari without its scream or a Porsche without a little roar. See, I reckon they build an app that just plugs into the revving engine and, you know, plays this through the speakers under the hood, you know, so it make you feel better. <laughs> You'll be able to confuse everyone still with your Ferrari sound effects on your smart car. Or better still with the steam engine sound for your Porsche. Well, there you go. Still, there are some advantages of an electric car, aren't there? Yep, and I don't mean the environment. The power to charge all those batteries still comes from a dirty great big power station. It's just they have to stop at those places that look like handicapped parking spaces and wait to charge them up, don't they? I mean, I get bored filling up with gas, don't you? And then you've got to remember who makes a lot of them electric cars. Yep, the same bloke that used 3,200 pounds of fuel per second. That's kerosene too, 25,000 gallons mixed with oxygen to power each space rocket. Oh dear. See, there's no power stations up there, is there? This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. Anyway, away from private vehicles, I was thinking more about the cops chasing you down the electric car. <laughs> Just picture it. You're at the wheel of your Porsche Turbo. Yep, gas-powered, of course it is. You know, the cops in pursuit keeping up to begin with. Then he's calling for backup, and he? After only a few miles. This is 324 calling for backup. What's the emergency, 324? I need a fresh set of batteries, sir. Stand by, 324. Now, uh, was that the double A or the triple A? 
your Porsche will soon be a bit when you're using one it. <laughs> I've already preempted the next question. Yeah, what if she radios ahead or he radios ahead? Well, if the radio doesn't use the same batteries, you mean that is? Yep, yeah, well, I guess they'll, they'll make a roadblock, will they? Yep, out of dead batteries. <laughs> Still, I won't be so cocky with them desert cops. You know, out there in New Mexico, Nevada, and California, they're fitting solar panels. Rather than them go faster stripes down the side, they got go a lot longer panels. <laughs> By the way, them TV shows use tons of batteries too, don't they? I mean, look at that CSI show. I mean, uh, they're always using flashlights. Never switch on the light, do they? Is that an environmental move? I know, or, or, or can't they ever find the light switch at a crime scene? I don't know. It's a bit like them FBI shows, you know, where they all got them long coats on, dragging past all the vital clues. <laughs> Anyway, we've only touched on a small part of the problem here. On land, that is. The oceans have got more species of plastic than they have fish now. It's disgusting, isn't it? Maybe something for another day, eh? This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. But now, I have an update from the impatient political contributor, me neighbour, Oh, Rush, you know, Rush the restroom and all that, with our news flush. I stopped by his place yesterday. He didn't seem too happy, see? He likes me mentioning him on, on my show, you know, but he got upset because he thought I said news flush and not flash. Well, at any rate, I just asked old Rush about his take on the environment, and soon I got his usual answers. He reckons, just like he said before, the climate change is only a democratic problem. The environment's the same. So he says, well, Rush, surely it's everybody's concern. He says, well, you see, if they stop talking about it, nobody worry about it. And my folks, he says, wouldn't have any problems at all. See, I even heard that hot air's bad for the ozone too, he says. So I thought... I'd asked if his people had a solution, and he was ready with a startling answer. Yep, he says, well, they're telling me they're going to scrap the entirely pointless agency, you know, commonly known as the EPA, he says. A chuckle from all rush there was there. And use clean coal and natural gas. See, they prefer natural things, not a bunch of ugly, noisy old wind farms. They frighten the cattle for one, he says. Anyway... What's the use of solar panels in the night time, he says. Well, of course, I got his point on the solar, but surely clean coal, that's a new one. <laughs> then, when I thought I'd heard it all, he says his people tell him they're washing it before using it, like you do with an apple. <laughs> Makes sense to him. Then there's the usual escape route. Anyway, sorry, gotta go, see you next time. <laughs> you know, I reckon poor old Rush believes everything his people tell him. You know, some of it's quite fantastic. Maybe they write fairy stories too. <laughs> well, like I said before, it's always good to listen to both sides of the story, even if it's fiction. Sounds like Rush's got plenty of natural organic gas of his own, though. <laughs> I think his ass and his mouth are connected. He sure took a talk, doesn't he? A load of SH1T sometimes. <laughs> anyway, this is Ned Natter here, in that show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. By the way, I've got some good news from the farm. Elsie's just given birth. No, 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 not the wife. Um, I mean, uh, I haven't been there in years. You know, can't even know what it looks like was. I'm talking about my favourite sow. She just dropped a litter of ten. Yep, 
10. Me favourite pig has the same name as Mrs. Before you say that's not nice, remember her horrible little ankle biting much she's got. It's called Ned. Anyway, it keeps things real simple. I can never remember names. I've got an horse called Nan, same as me 95-year-old mother. Even that's lame like her, though. Though the mare's only 25 years old. I've even got a new easy name for me best boar. That's it. Old Rush. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me on my website at nednatter.com. Of course, as farmers are concerned about the environment, we get blamed for the amount of gas we produce. Well, not us so much as all them cow and pig farts floating up space and eating up the ozone layer, they say. Mind you, it's better up there than it is down here. Stinks the bleeding place out. <laughs> At least we're not chopping down forests here in Florida, though. That's already been done. I spend most of my time chopping down mosquitoes and looking deer ticks out of my dog's ears instead. <laughs> Still, I like to do me bit. I save up all my cans and plastic for recycling. I use me old horse to get round on. Not the tractor so much. There's not much I can see otherwise, other than the longer we have blokes like Rash in charge of the environment, we're in for big trouble, I'd say. Today, before me farm's underwater, you know, sea global warming is just waiting for me down here, I want to talk about me agony uncle thing again. You know, see, I've had so many questions for advice, ideas and things, you know, I, I can't keep up. But here's a word from me latest sponsor first. I had to read it again. My agent 50% just sent me the words. No bleeding recording again. So, I'll have a go for you. Are you ready then? Come on down to see Wilbur at Smash and Grab. Everything's a steal in our store. You want it? Just ask and we'll get it for you. Our folks are out 24-7 looking for all the best stuff. Call us now on 1-888-LASTONY. Stop round the back of the green trailer on Old Cook Road. Come by after dark for the best deals. We'll be waiting. And thanks for listening. By the way, we've got a special offer this month. We'll be giving away 20% off all month to folks who don't lock their doors. Just send us your address and we'll mail you the coupon. Mm. Well, this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you'll find me at nednatter.com. Well, the first question for me, Aggie thing, has come from Finger Licking Bowl in Old Town, Florida. He says his problem is with his favourite chicken place. It's closed on Sunday. He says he's more of a hungry man than a religious one. So he says, Can I come by your place, Ned, and get one of yours? Well, sorry, Bo, but minor layers are not pluckers. And when they do stop laying, me neighbour takes them away and keeps them in her animal sanctuary. She's one of them vegan people, see. Rich, too, and lives on veggies. She's got nearly 8,000 ends now. Maybe I'll put you in touch with her. The only problem is, it'll be pretty tough eating. Hers will die of old age first. <laughs> Next up mail. is another question about hens. From Mary in New Jersey. She calls herself the Egg Queen. Hi Ned, do you give all your hens names or just numbers? Also, do you let your listeners give them names? Oh, I haven't got any pets of my own. 
and I'm very lonely. <laughs> well, Mary, mine are all free range, so they're not prisoners, and I give them names all right. Ethel's me top hen, good layer too. She's me favourite, actually, named after me old Aunt Ethel. She was a real old gossip, and never laid a single egg. Really, Ethel's a bit like the wife, you know, bottom heavy, and much slimmer up top. Last week, Elsie comes running into the house, like the farm's on fire. I says, what's up then, dear? She says the rooster's broke into the coop and plucked all the ends. You sure he's only plucked them? Well, we'll soon see. If me egg production grinds to a halt, I'll be calling up that finger-looking bow and give him that rooster for free. <laughs> anyway, back to your question, Mary. I'll be having a new bunch of chicks in the next few weeks. So what I'll do is I'll pick off half a dozen and you can name them for me, OK? Choose you up, me dear. Finally, a question mail. about tractors. I was getting bored with the birds there. Well, the feathered kind, anyway. <laughs> This is from a bloke who calls himself Cloyd Number One Camaro Fan. <laughs> Hi there, Ned. Love your show. Well, thank you, Cloyd. I build race cars, so can you let me know the zero to sixty time for your tractor? <laughs> well, um, Cloyd, I've uh, never measured her actually. See, she has good and bad days. If there's dirt in me diesel, she don't do too well. So, I'll have to do a little guesstimate for you. Um, let me think. I'd say on a good day, not towing or ploughing, downhill of course, she might get up from 0 to 60 in about 3. Mm, no, that's pushing it, isn't it? I'd say... Maybe 4? Mm, no, not 4. I'd say possibly 5 weeks. Five. I hope that helps. Right then, last one for today then. Oh dear, it's one of those. I thought I'd put them all in my junk folder. Anyway, now I've started. I just as well give it a try, eh? It's from a bloke who calls himself Self-Righteous Dick. Believe me, that ain't a good start. He says, money is the root of all evil. And that's it. Funny cliche, eh? See, I like a bit of money myself. Let me think about that one now. Hmm, hmm. Money is the root of all evil. Well, maybe unless, of course, you're a dentist. <laughs> the evil decaying root is the source of all money. How about that? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. Want another cliche then? Beggars can't be choosers. I mean, my agent, 50%, says I have to take what I can get because not all the big sponsors are interested in hens, tractors and farm shite. Oh well, thanks for that 50. <laughs> you know, another is sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. And I've got my campers here on the farm for that, and believe me, you can't get more sarcastic than them. <laughs> when I walk past them in my farm clothes, they say nasty things like, you know, look what the cat dragged in, stuff like that. Me farm clothes are pretty rough, of course, but what they don't know is I've got a deal. Yep, me own clothing line. <laughs> That's right, the agent 50% set up for me. Before you go asking, I know you think my coven line is hanging with Stan socks and ripped shirts. No, 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 I'm deadly serious. He's even teamed up with some designer bloke. I'm, I'm not too sure about that, but it says, uh, he says, the agent says he's right for me and he's always pushing things to make more money. 
He's got a bloke called Calvin Clown or something. You know, I'm worried we'll end up with store stuff with big shoes, funny hats and baggy pants. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. This is 50s got me doing all these fashion reviews too, so he says I'll make it more of a fashion authority figure. I don't know about that. Still, these ain't your usual designers I'm looking at. You know, I'm talking about, uh, you know, the best vests, smocks, shoe socks, underwear, nightwear, and worst of all, incontinent stuff. Oh dear. I know, not what you call the glamorous end of the fashion business, is it? But they're the kind of things ordinary folks want. I mean, who wants designer underwear if it makes your, um, uh, the, 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 um, you know, you know what's it? You know, nothing more embarrassing is there walking around with your hand down there all day scratching them. People get the wrong idea, you know. Not a pleasant sight. So he thinks blokes like me have a place in the fashion game. We're underrepresented. That's what I think. There's no doubt about that. You can laugh. But I'm getting a foot in on a whole load of new stuff. People are interested in my point of view, see? Well, on that note, I'd better go and wash me drawers later. Elsie's got backache. <laughs> you know, I often wonder if having an agent, me old mate, 50%, is getting me into more than I need. You know, he represents all kinds of people too, you know, photographers, sports people, a lot. He even represents the Czech Republic trampolining team. Yeah, <laughs> only because of that little venture, poor old 50 just got himself arrested. Yep, see, bouncing checks in New York City is a criminal offence. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here, the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can always find me on my website, nednatter.com. You remember last time we told you about old Alvin? You know, he's the one that he went on the dating site... Got a bit unlucky with his 97-year-old bird. Well, he's hoping to have an affair. Well, he decided he was looking too old. And read about this great plastic surgeon in Juarez, Mexico. They offered the cheapest deals. Facelifts were their speciality. Well, old Alvin pawned a couple of his favourite guns and headed out. The great thing about Juarez is you can just drive there. No passport required. Alvin took his brand new one in case got an oil change on his old van too. <laughs> he arrived there no problem, just drove on in. Any rape me lovelies turned out the surgeon in question does special face jobs for people on the run. <laughs> the ten most wanted, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, Morris gets its share of those kind of folks, doesn't it? Of course Alvin wasn't dodging the feds, just trying to look ten years younger. He went through with the op, stayed there three weeks, and once the bandages were off, head off home. At the border, going in back into the USA, his passport was needed, of course. Oh dear, poor Alvin was unrecognisable. They'd stretched his face so far, he looked like an alien. <laughs> they didn't want to let him back in the US, just send him off to Mars or someplace. Anyway, talking to space again, I told me daughter, young Dolly, that there was an astronaut asteroid heading close to our little planet. Now, as I told you before, our dolly's not too bright. You know, she fell off her trite when she was a nipper. Anyway, she looks at me kind of strange. And she just says, Mum says she don't need to worry about asteroids at all. Of course, I was taken aback. I said, really? 
Really, Dolly, what's that about then? She says, well, Mum's got a special kind of cream she puts on them. Oh dear, I wish I hadn't mentioned it. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. I'm getting more enterprising, but I'm still a bit behind the times sometimes. I get caught out. See, one of my neighbours told me he had a Bluetooth. Of course, I wanted to drive him to the nearest dentist. See, it sounded like a dangerous infection to me. <laughs> any rate, on that note, I'd better go. So until next time, as I said, I'm at nednatter.com. Just remember, without us farmers, you have nothing to eat. And not much laugh about either, eh? So until next time, remember, shite as. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure again. Chatting with you, and aside from my awful jokes, I hope you join me on the Nednat Show again. I'm here every Wednesday now, so I'm easier to find. In the meantime, you can find me at nednat.com, along with all them social media links. So if you've got nothing better to do, have a look at them. So until next time, keep a smile on your face. Think positive, don't sweat any of that nasty small stuff. Grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies.